Chris Watkin back again with the star man himself, Nigel Risner, guru extraordinaire in the estate and letting agency industry. A guru. There you go. Nigel, you said to me before we switched the cameras on, targets will ruin your estate agency. What do you mean by that? I love the word targets and in an industry which is sales orientated and I said to you my background was commercial finance so we had targets there's a problem with goal setting and there's a problem with targets and some people are going to get really upset with me on this okay any idea what happens when you reach your target well I'm assuming most people take the foot off the gas no worse than that don't tell me they keep going and push it even further no go on then the second you reach your target two words come up any idea what they are and they're clean What's my next target? Then? Yeah, what's next? You can't even enjoy that moment because imagine your target is 20 properties. Well, and you know damn well your boss is going to put up to 25. Well, that's the first thing. But but the second you get to 20, your brain goes, well, I've done that. Now what? So uh, do you know, I was about to say, have you ever run the marathon? That was a ridiculous question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just as I looked at you and then you're looking back at me. Um, but, but when people feel, finish the marathon, they've done 26.2 miles and they either go, never again, or what next? They can't enjoy that moment of crossing the line. So you really have to think about the target you're setting your people, and is it being set for the right type of person? Is it for the right type of industry? And is it for the right type of people? So this is going to be a bit deep, so we're going to do this as fast as we can. Go for it. I have a mission in life, I have a vision in life, and I have goals. So I wrote a book called The Impact Code. Let's have a look at this. Yep. <laughs> I wrote a book called The Impact Code. It was hard work. And when we finished writing the book, The Impact Code, the first thing that came out was, what next? How are we going to get it published? And all the other stuff. But what we had to do was we had to break it down into chunks. So when I did the first paragraph, sorry, the first chapter, we went to Centre Park. When we did the first halfway through the book, we went to Florida for a week. And when we finished the book, we did a trip to Australia. Um, the first thing my wife said, when you write the next book. The problem was, writing the book was easy. Selling the book was hard, because that wasn't part of the goal. The, the, the target was to write the book. So it's a bit like getting instructions on. We want to get 20 instructions on. Oh, is that the target? Or is it selling 20 properties? Or is it having 20 satisfied agents, sorry, vendors, so I have to get my language right, What's the real target here? You sell 20 properties and all of them, are, because you've, pri you've priced them too high to start with to get them on the books and then we're 20,000 less. You've now got 20,000 vendors who are never coming back to you, won't recommend you. You've messed, them up, you've messed the applicants about who they're never going to recommend you and when they come to sell, they're not going to go through you. So we've got to think about, is it the target that's right? Is it the language that's right? Or is there a bigger picture? So for me, I have a goal every year. I want to do X amount of work. But it needs to be in line with the vision that I've got. And my vision is a big goal that I, that I can reach, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. It's called a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. So, you know, one of my goals for the book was we were going to sell a million copies. Okay? That's a big target, wouldn't you agree? Mm, it's huge. Okay, we've done about 400,000, which for a, a, a non-fiction book is unbelievable. And it's in nine different countries. It's been translated into Chinese, Arabic, and other different things. Okay? But that's not my mission in life. And this is what's really key. My mission in life, get ready for this, is to inspire and empower people in their organisations to live their life to the fullest. 
Now, let me just repeat that. My mission in life is to inspire and empower people and organizations to live their life to the fullest. Now, let me ask you. It's not about you, it's about them. Yeah, but also get ready for this. Do you think I'm ever going to be able to reach that? What, everyone in the world? Okay, that's the whole point. So there's 7.2 billion people. And after 25 years, I've spoken to 3 million. So I'm just a little bit short by 6.9 billion. Okay. But my mission is so important because right now, am I delivering on my mission statement? Yes. So this is a good day for me. Because whoever many watch this, if you can change one person's life. Right. That's when I'm asked to do after dinner, and what they want is some funny stories and be a little bit weird, do you think I'm part of my mission statement? Well, they're all drunk anyway, and they've got, they've got to forget it anyway. Yeah. I'm telling you now, they pay a lot more than what you're paying me for today. Well, you're not being paid anything. They're paying me a lot more than what you're paying me today. Which one do you think I enjoy, though? This? Yeah, because I'm part of my mission statement. So I'm saying to you, what you've got to find out with your people is, what's your mission? What are your values? What do you want to achieve? How do we support you in getting that? Because if you set a target of 20 properties, I don't want to reach 20 properties, now what? Where do I go from that? And is it about a profit margin? Is it about, see, do you know the difference between satisfied and loyal? Do you want satisfied clients or loyal clients? Well, a loyal client will come back. Do you know the difference between satisfied and loyal? Sure. No, go on. Are you married? Yes. Okay, ask her, does she want to be satisfied or loyal? And there's the answer. Okay. I'm telling you now, it's about loyalty. The problem is, the way estate agents work is get another property on the books. Well, it's to sell another property. Isn't it interesting that half of the houses that have sold since lockdown one in summer of 2020 have only been in their house six, six years, four months or less, but only one in eight went back to the agent they bought their house off? Okay, so use that as the example, okay, about targets. So one in eight. So 60% of all of my work is repeat business. So before I start each year, half my year is sorted based on last year, the year before, and I have ongoing clients. Obviously, I love new clients because they become part of my next portfolio. And as you know, I had a brain aneurysm five years ago, so I've cut back. I don't want to be touring around the world the same way. But if you could see why your people are not coming back to you, it's because you've set the wrong type of targets compared to the right type of targets. So let me ask you a question. Do you know why people use you for the work that you do? Do you know why you were booked in the very first instance? As a state agent. The very first instance. Why were you why do they use you? As an estate agent. Yeah. The very first time. That they made contact with you. Yeah. Because they trust you in some way. That's that you. See, there's the whole point. We ask certain questions to people. So why was I booked the very first time by a major company? The reason was I was the only one available. So you need to recognize sometimes, you need to know why people instruct you. You need to know why people book you. Because the second part to all that is how you keep your clients. So we always ask our clients, when you, we delivered, what did you learn? Would you recommend us? What didn't you like? And what has changed since you used us? They confirm the targets we've got for next year. They lead us. And you're saying business. that's what the state agents should be doing with their vendors. They've got no idea why they were instructed. They think it's because of their boards. They think it's because they're advertising. I'm telling you now, it's not the reason. They've got no idea why. 
See, you've spoken about this about low fees before because I've watched some of your videos. It might be for one or two people, but that's not the reason for most. But I promise you now, 90% of the people who are watching this have no idea why they were instructed in the very first instance. They don't know. By finding that out, you can almost distill it down. Which will then help the way you set your targets. See, targets are having a problem for some people. I don't want a target. What I want to do is how many lines have I changed? And I won't know because I don't get letters every single day. No, you don't know, do you? But what I do need to know is, is what I'm doing right now going to make a difference in my life and in other people's lives? And when I do that, I feel good. I feel special. I feel loved. I feel nurtured, providing I'm following my mission. And that's why having a compelling mission statement is so important. And I'll put money on 90% of estate agents and letting agents do not have a compelling mission. Have you ever stayed at a Ritz-Carlton Hotel? No. Okay. Uh, do you, can you visualise a Ritz-Carlton Hotel? I can. One of the best in the world. They have a very simple mission statement. I'll give you £100 if you get it right. Be the best hotel? They are. And I knew you were going to say that. They already are the best hotel group in the world. So I don't know. Go on. We are ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. We're phenomenal people looking after phenomenal people. So we want to have the best staff who are property orientated that want to get the best deal for their vendor and applicant so that we can have happy clients. We need to be phenomenally well trained. We need to be phenomenally well communicated. We need to be phenomenally well looked after so we can look after phenomenal people who will come back to us as applicants as prospective vendors. I love a client who's got a big mouth because they talk about me. You need to be really careful, some of the people watching this, that some of the people you're selling, you've sold houses who've got big mouths and that you haven't done such a great job. And what you think is, well, I hit my target. Fascinating. Thank you for your time today, Nigel. Pleasure.